What the fuck? Hello and welcome to the Star What the F <laughs> Comic Book Reviews or whatever we're calling this segment. Uh, today we're talking about Star Wars Issue Two. Book Just One Part Two. Book One Part Two. You're right. Hey, it's, it's called book, a It's Book One Part Two. That's really weird. No, I think that's like, that's pretty book normal. One? Yeah, book one is like the first series of stories. Okay, I think it's book two, part one, but we can call it book one, part two. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> Skywalker uh, Strikes, part two. Skywalker Strikes is the name of the series? Or is that the name of this, of this book? That's the name of this or book. This, so that's this, this issue. This storyline. Gotcha. I think it's the name of Skywalker Strikes. So like the like the first four comics are going to be collected into a trade that would be Skywalk, Star Wars Skywalker Strikes or whatever. Nice. Uh, so, um... We figured we begin with reading the opening text crawl. I guess it's not crawling, but <laughs> it's trying its best to imitate that. Yeah, it's um, every every issue starts with uh, with the little our our favorite crawl, and they're they're pretty cool. I like it. All right, ready? Book one, part two. Skywalker strikes on the heels of its greatest victory against the evil Galactic Empire, the destruction of the Death Star. The Rebel Alliance is pushing its greatest advantage. Did you add the word greatest? I did. I, right. I realized that it, it should be greatest. That, that does help. That, that makes it a little bit better. <laughs> uh, Princess Leia Organa has led a covert team in an attack on Simon 1, possibly the largest weapons factory in the entire empire. Posing as emissaries from an outer rim crime syndicate, they gained access and planted charges. Unfortunately, the fully automated factory also contains a number of innocent slave workers. Now the rebels race to escape from the. <clears throat> now the rebels race to escape with the freed slaves before the factory is destroyed. A task made far more difficult by the arrival of Sith Lord Darth Vader on the moon. And it fades in. And then it scrolls down, and there's a or pans down, and there's a ship flying by. And yeah, like yeah. Well, it doesn't start like that. So the first anything about this this crawl that that really um, sticks out is Simon One. It's C-Y-M-O-O-N, one word, and then the number one. Uh, it's the name of this moon. Uh, it's a little unoriginal. Simon? Well, Simon well, 1, it has that, like... I, I don't I, mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it either, because you're never going to see this place again, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. could be, you know, The Force Awakens. That's true. Simon 1 has that naming convention that, like... I guess real planets have it has a number after it, but it has that like true. Star Trek. That, like, yeah, like, it definitely it, has a Star Trek feel to it. Yeah, like more than it does. I mean, that doesn't bother me that much, uh, and I hate to insult Trekkies because I'm sure that they're listening. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, it, it is a weird name. I, I don't remember them mentioning it. Maybe they did in the last opening text crawl. I might have ignored it, just like you kind of do yeah. with the actual movies. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> just kind of. I could never. I don't think I could recite a sentence from one of the text crawls. I think I can only recite the first one, which is it's an age of struggle or something like that. I think. Oh I'm, no, it's a, it's an age of galactic unrest or civil unrest. I feel like I know like the first sentence from the Phantom Menace because I like obsessed over that because I don't know if it was released early or not, but I just remember something Nemoidian something or another. I I I don't remember. I imagine the first sentence has something to do with the Trade Federation. It does, yeah. All right, so this this comic picks up right where our last one left off, which was a whole bunch of bad stuff going on for everybody. Yeah, kind of like it kind of does that. Like it does definitely does a cliffhanger. It yeah, goes through all the... that was a cliffhanger. It starts out Vader fighting Luke. 
uh, with lightsabers, which is really interesting because this it would it would say that their their fight in um, Empire Strikes Back was not the first. Yeah. Now, uh, technically, it wasn't like that in the extended universe, in the last extended universe, because their actual first fight would have been in Splinters of a Mind to Eye. Exactly. uh, Which was canon and came out before Empire Strikes Back, so that that would have technically been in Lucas's mind. It's Uh, true. This did make me realize something that I've never really thought of, that they never met until this moment. Yeah, that's true. They don't don't even cross paths in... um... New uh, I guess they cross ships a couple times, but they don't really cross. Yeah, I mean, paths. like it made me realize it was like, no, wait, no, no. Darth Vader says something in the spaceship. He's like, the Force is stronger at this one. He's not like, that one's Luke. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm trying to figure out now. Like, I guess because he met him in a Splinters of Mind Eye in the last universe, why he would know who Luke is in the Empire? Because I think he doesn't do anything until he says. I guess... Uh, I, by that point, I guess he might have had a reputation. Yeah, knowledge and, and uh, everything makes its way across the universe quickly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense now, like in the in in the new canon, why how, how he would know, because they met here, I guess, first on Simon 1. So there's something really interesting about their meeting is they, they, they have an instant, you know, lightsaber battle, but it's filled with father, child, son, uh like, subtext in every sentence. The first sentence of this entire comic is you hold that weapon like an untrained child. You have no right to it. You, boy, are no Jedi. So not... They say child and boy all within the same sentence. Like, they allude to everything. They do. They do a lot They are less subtle than than George Lucas. (laughs) They really are, like, really putting that in there. Uh, I I have a... I I feel like, though, I will admit that that opening line I, I like... So I feel like that's something Darth Vader would say. Oh, like, all of it feels like stuff he would say for sure. Yeah. The second line, who are you? You killed my father. I've killed very many fathers. You'll have to be more specific. I love that line. That that's, is so good. That's probably the best line in the comic. Uh, mostly because I can't like picture it in his voice. Like yeah, I, I picture that in Tarkin's voice more than yeah, Vader's it, it voice. Yeah, doesn't, it doesn't come out as a Darth Vader line. I like it. I still think it's funny. It's a wonderful line. It does. Uh, it, I can picture that as... As a young Anakin Vader, yeah. like like a Hayden Christensen Vader, but not a um, James Earl Jones Vader. I, like, and I'm trying to picture in my mind like how he would say that, like in that voice. I've killed many, very many fathers. You'll have to be more specific, but like, like I imagine like he's either really confused to be like, I, I really don't know which one you're talking about. <laughs> or he's just being a smartass. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of weird though. You think about it, like Luke doesn't introduce his name. No. Like, and I, I know why they have to do that, but you think it would have been like, because the line probably should have been, my name is Luke Skywalker. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> and then, you know, like, because it's, it's weird. Like, you think that would be the first thing you would do to, like, try to, yeah. like, like, threaten him. Because, like, in Luke's mind at this moment. But for some reason, they're keeping it secret. And we know what reason. We know the real reason, of course. But, <laughs> you know. Um, like, you think he would have been, like, uh, he would have been, like, you killed my father, Anakin Skywalker, I am Luke Skywalker, and I am here to avenge him, in that sense that, like, he would have said that to, like, throw him off to get a, a good strike in, I don't know. So, the lightsaber battle's pretty brief. Very brief, um, I don't think it actually... They it, clash once. You see a clash in the first page. And then Darth Vader kind of flicks him off. Yeah, he uses the Force, and, and they jump to something that we know in... All of the uh, the recent <coughs> films and and 
and everything since Jedi is they jump to a different type of lightsaber battle. In this lightsaber battle, Darth Vader acquires both lightsabers. Yeah. So just like we see a double-sided, we see a curved blade, now we see a, a cross guard. In here, in the comic, they did take it to another level just by having Darth Vader holding both lightsabers at one time. See, I thought that was very cool, and I really like the last panel of, I think, the uh, fifth page. Is where he has him crossed. He has him crossed there. However, my thought was that, like, I would have had him holding him over his shoulders, like, when Anakin killed Dooku. That's true. I, I feel like that would have been, maybe, at least it would have been another reference, but it wouldn't have been a lot more subtle than the references they've been and tossing It's also out. in his style, because he is Anakin. <laughs> it's true. Like, that's the thing. Like, he did he did that before. He's done that, I think, twice, because he does that to Dooku in the, in the second film, <laughs> before, like, Dooku beats him. Um... So we know that he holds two lightsabers like that. And in fact, actually, they're both red and blue, I think, like he does in that movie, because I think he steals Dooku's lightsaber to do that. Uh, um, after this, they the, the Vader starts to recognize the lightsaber, and I guess he starts to kind of catch wind of some things, but then, as totally expected, an ATAT crashes through, as it was totally alluded to in the last uh, issue. Now... Um, yeah, I, yeah. Obviously, this was gonna happen because you have to stop it at that particular point when he's like, "Wait a second, something's weird here." Um, so the it, thing about this comic is this comic is all action. There's yeah, no, there's not a second of downtime, and and it really feels action packed. And the last one had that feel to it, but it, it it built a little slower. Yeah, this one is just pure action, and I think that works in its advantage. I, I think do. That, I, I, I think I like it's really it. simple, and I like that. Like, cause the problem with a lot of the, like the extended universe stuff is that they really like, they spend so much time doing nothing. Yeah. Like, cause that happens a lot. Like maybe not in the comic books because, you know, comic books are a visual medium, but in the books, things are very slow and deliberate and like there's action books, I'm sure. But, and from what I read, I've read like one or two, but from the rest of the books are mostly just like, you know, I'm a dark Sith and I'm just going to sit here for a couple hours. We're going to talk about like 10 other people. In the next couple pages of this uh, of this comic, you have a, lo- a lot of really cool back and forth between Han Solo and Princess Leia. They are manning the cockpit or whatever the, the, the head of the AT-AT. And their dialogue, like it really feels accurate between the two of them. It feels fast paced the way they talk to each other. Yeah. It just reads that way and... I was looking at it and thinking, did they do anything special with, like, the text? Like, did they make the spacing between lines closer together so it had this feeling of, of speed and everything? It doesn't appear that there's anything different. It's just, we know those characters and how they talk, and you read them exactly like that. I just, I, I think I found another line I like a lot as well, right after the uh, thing, after the um, the leg crashes into the, between Luke and Vader. Uh, Watch out, kid, this ha- thing handles like a drunken bantha. Yeah, that's that's a Han Solo line. Yeah, that's definitely uh, as he's uh, driving the ATAT. Yeah, it's great. There's a really good back and forth here. You're right. I really like that. Yeah, the uh, two of the, the the Han Solo Princess Leia scenes in this are feel extremely accurate. Uh, I'll just read a little bit of, of one of them. Um, you know, if you're gonna step on somebody, step on Vader. He's the one in the he's the one in black. I'm not trying to step on anybody. I just want to get us out of here. Well, you're doing a great job of that. Don't look, don't blame me. Blame the buckethead who designed this lumbering monstrosity. We're going to die in this monstrosity if you don't. This is not helping. This is you yelling at me. Not helping. You want to help? Shoot something. I'd love to, genius, but you picked a walker that hasn't had his cannons hooked up yet. 
I mean, all that just that speed just feels very. Uh, it feels like it feels two Pickering people, exactly. like it's like they would be in the in the movies. I just watched New Hope over the past couple weeks, and and it feels just like that. Uh, I mean, this was uh, uh, and then while the ATAT is going around, all the freed slaves who are not in the ATAT for some reason, you can see a couple of them in the there background. There were a couple of them in there, the lucky but, ones. Yeah, then the unlucky ones. They're just fighting stormtroopers, like with a, one's fighting with a pipe. The other one looks like he's got like a makeshift knife. Yeah, they're and you know they're not doing too well. No, no, they're not. They're not doing well. You can see some dead, dead bits. Darth Vader knocks over an Ithorian, which I imagine they have a hard time getting up from anything. <laughs> Uh, Darth Vader throws a lightsaber. Hey, there's a scene of him backstanding in a couple panels later, so... Oh, okay, good, good, good. Um, yeah, he throws a lightsaber through a yeah. Mon Calamari's chest, which is the second most intense thing we've seen in this series. The last issue we saw, uh, the, the guy lose his arm and he's on the ground clutching his arm. Yeah, that was... Here you got a lightsaber through the chest and Luke's face just like... Oh. Oh, no. Yeah. Um... It's 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 intense. Um, it's something you'll never see in a Star Wars film. No, no. Which yeah. is what I like about these comics is they they don't take it to a level where it doesn't feel natural. They just take it to a level that is unseen on one film. Yeah. Um I like uh after he gets stabbed, I like Luke's line here. Uh no one else dies because of him. I don't care what happens to me. Help me Ben, please. Help me kill him. I I think that's a good sentiment from a character that's young. Yeah. Like I think that's a good line for a young Luke to say. Because he hasn't really had any Jedi training yet. He hasn't really... He hasn't been to Yoda yet. And I think that's a good line. I think, like... Because by Return of the Jedi, he realizes that he probably shouldn't kill Vader. Yeah, he that's takes, a, like, a like an interesting story arc where he's young and naive and would do that to the yeah. point where he would never do that to the point where he might do it again. Yeah. He's he's pushed to an edge, but he, he has gone past himself. And I think that's a good line for the character to say at that point. So we pick up from where the last uh, issue picked up, left off with uh, C-3PO is in the Millennium Falcon manning it and these weird little scavenger, like, Cthulhu-y... Uh, yeah, these things are really creepy because you get to see them really close up this time. Yeah, they're really weird. They got, like, tentacle faces and things like that. And they're just, like, looting the Millennium Falcon. And in the last issue, C-3PO had stared at this gun and it was such an intense thing. Like, what is he going to do with this gun? And boy, is it a letdown in this. When it is. He drops the gun and surrenders to these people uh, while walking out of the Millennium Falcon. I think he drops it by accident. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He totally drops it by accident. Now, um, I, I have to say, um, without looking at the last comment, I think the gun has changed. Has it? I think it's not the same looking gun. It doesn't look as good. It doesn't. I think the artwork looked a little better on that on that shot last time. Um and I think the gun is weird because when you look at it, it's just a regular pistol, like in a holster. Yep. And like the, the, when you see the gun in like the the comic a little bit later, it has like an extended barrel and it's got like a little sci-fi element at the end. That's very that's very Star Wars though because everything looks like that. Like Han Solo's gun is just like a like a C ninety six Mauser, like it's yeah. just a regular World War Two gun and it became something. Uh, later in the issue, C three PO comes back and we'll just talk about it now because it's just it's two panels but basically the scavengers take them apart uh and he says i believe i'll close down for a while sir if you not be needing me i'll close down for a while which is a direct line or very close to a direct line from a new hope so that actually makes me like worried is that like 
like a built-in phrase that he has to say. But he panics. Because <laughs> like the last time was... No, it wasn't when... Was it when R2-D2 ran away? Or was it right before they found that out? Oh, it was as soon as they started talking about Anakin and, and, and the Clone Wars. Yeah, and that's when he's like, I'm going to power down now. Well, he's like... Like, it's just weird. No, I think that's, like, a canned piece of dialogue, like, something that's pre-recorded. Yeah, that's interesting. That he automatically says whenever he's going to power down, except for, I guess, when he gets shot in uh, Empire well, Strikes Back. What I was going to say about it is just that he, um, not he, but they they repeat lines a bit in these, you know? Like, yeah. it's weird. Like, you think they, they'd, um, like, give homages to the lines or, or just kind of dance around them, but they, they're pretty close. <laughs> I mean, like, they definitely did that a lot. I think they've done that, they did that a lot more last time. Maybe they're even doing it because the trilogy does it, you know, or, yeah. or the, the saga. They, there's a lot of that in the saga, so it definitely would feel in line with what we already know. I really like the aliens, I'll admit. I think that's cute. Yeah. Well, speaking of the repeating lines, uh, Luke kind of hides, begs for Ben's help, kind of talks to himself, and, you know, some stupid farm boy from Tatooine, I don't belong here, I don't, and he goes, yeah... I'm a farm farm boy, all right. And then he sees a whole bunch of uh, speeder bikes, which is cool because it brings the speeder bikes into the into into Star Wars because we don't see them much outside of Endor. Yep, I and believe. this would been this might help like explain like why they they know yeah a little more about them. Like exactly. it helps kind of like give him a little bit more focus. So his line is, "Yeah, I'm a farm boy, all right. A farm boy who can bullseye womp rats." So not only does he say like. Like a farm boy who can shoot wombats. They use the exact line, <laughs> bullseye womp rats. And that was the, the, if I would say, the cringeworthy line of this episode, this issue. Was, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to find one each issue Well, now. yeah, and it's like the same page, too. It's like <laughs> nine pages in, bottom right corner. A farm boy who can bullseye womp rats. Not terrible. A little corny. Uh, I'm but, it, like... Just if he didn't use the word bullseye, it would have just totally. Yeah, no, fine. that's the thing is that they couldn't say anything else. Now I always, I know that a T sixteen is the that's the land speeder, right? The T sixteen is the skyhopper. Oh, the skyhopper. It's oh, okay. uh, the the little um, uh, it's it's weird. It looks almost like a little shuttle. It has the the two wings that go down on the bottom, yeah. and it's like almost like a solo little flyer. Uh, it's really bizarre. It it's, is, and. I, if I remember correctly, I still can't think of anything that has a gun. Like, T-16 sounds like a gun. <laughs> I don't know. But, yes, he knows how to fly. I, like, I don't know how that's any close to the Skyhopper, the uh, the ch- things, but I guess he's it's, just really good at it. I, I, the whole thing about that was he was able to shoot the tiny womp rats. So he's yeah. going to shoot. I don't know what he's going to do. So in the next couple of pages, Han and Leia are trying to step on Vader and... Vader's killing all the all the uh, slaves from the last issue. Luke's coming in and he's knocking over stormtroopers and shooting them with the uh, the the what's it called the uh, what do I keep calling it? a land speeder the uh, speeder bike yeah the speeder bikes you're right uh, and it's just a whole chaotic battle and it's all in this little area um, and there's a really neat scene where. Han and Leia get really close to stepping on Vader with the with the AT-ATs big friggin' feet things. And Vader uses the force to kind of hold it up in the air. Uh, and, like, kind of stop it in his tracks. And then almost knock the entire thing down, because we know how how uh, flimsy they are. Yeah. You know, it, it is nice, I'll admit. Um, you don't see them a lot in the movies, because it's hard to do. But, like, in the uh, all the other media and all the rest of expanded, the original expanded universe... 
you see a lot of great uses or of uh, like actual force power. Yeah. And it's nice to see that again here. To see, like, Darth Vader can destroy an AT-AT without thinking. Yeah, there's a shot of him with his arm up, and the whole thing is, like, about to crumble. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's really powerful, and you, you don't see that. I'm, I'm assuming we'll see something like that in the new films with the with the technology. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, no, of course. And with, like, I with don't the know, non-lazy they rarely, rarely use the Force in as, a, as, as an effective medium. Yeah, like... Well, that's the thing is that like they keep saying that the forces is power is more powerful than the Death Star, and they will mention it later. I don't think in this comic actually. Um, uh, but like, it, the, there's no great demonstration of it besides. I think when like they kill the when they destroy the Death Star is like you know Luke is able to aim without aiming. Yeah. Um, and that and that that's fine, but it's not as fun as say. You know, yeah, we want to see up a whole entire. Uh, yeah, we want to see them. You know, like in the Force Unleashed, you see the main character take down an Imperial Star Destroyer. Like he just pulls it down. That's just a cool, like, little thing that they did because that makes sense in that universe that you can do that. So from here, um, they finally get the guns working on this on this ATAT. Thanks to R two D two, of course, wouldn't have it any other way. Um, blast you know vader out of there and and the whole thing's like charred ruins and luke scoots by and picks up the lightsaber uh just because you know if he didn't then we'd have a big continuity issue yeah so he has to that's my favorite part is that like that is such an incredible find and grab for him yeah (laughs) like it's like that doesn't like how would you even see that in wreckage wreckage and like it doesn't, like, its position doesn't make sense. It's just sitting on top of everything. <laughs> My favorite up. thing of that is when he, he whacks the stormtrooper on the way. <laughs> he picks it up and then... He doesn't even say anything about it. He's not like, woo! No. Like, because that's what I would be like. Yeah, fi- finally! <laughs> uh, so there's a neat little scene after this, and we're, we're pretty much at the end. But there's a, a neat little scene where Vader's coming out from the, from the, from the ruins, and his, man, his helmet is gone, and you see the back of his... His white pasty head, and there's a stormtrooper that that doesn't recognize him because you know you can't tell what happened to him. It's just a big dark mess. And he says, "Lord Vader, we have Mother of Moons. I'm sorry, Lord, my Lord. I didn't realize." Like, and then and then Vader spins his head completely <laughs> around and obviously kills him. Uh, I I well, Mother I have, of Moons. Mother of Moons is definitely what I want to talk about. So good. <laughs> Mother- that, that's the equivalent of a stormtrooper. Crapping his pants. <laughs> Mother of Moons. Like, what would what would Mother of Moons be here? Like, well, that would be Mother of God. Like, that's what he's saying. He's pretty saying, much. yeah. Like, but like, I'm trying to figure out what Moons means in that context. <laughs> I would be so terrified. I'd love to see his face. Mother of Moons behind that behind that stormtrooper helmet. He is sweating and dripping, and his eyes are bulging. He knows it is done. It's actually more interesting than that from the stormtrooper's perspective. Because they kind of explain in Tarkin, the one of the novels of the new canon, uh, one, of, one of the recent novels about Tarkin, we talked about it on the last episode, you would have heard. Yes. Um, and uh, in that novel, um, they explain that nobody really knows what Darth Vader is. Okay. Like, they don't talk about his origin or what he is. So people think that he's either, like, some kind of robot or some kind of weird clone or something along those lines. So that stormtrooper is not only like staring into 
Darth Vader's awful face. But he's yeah. also, like, realizing, holy my god, he's a person. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's not even just, like, Darth Vader's awful face. It's, like, it's, I don't know how, how do you think the Stormtroopers see him without the mask ever? No, 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 they shouldn't. I would doubt it. I know? imagine, well, he keeps that little egg thing that he sits in. So this guy went out seeing something that nobody else has ever seen. Yeah, at least the front of him, because, like, I think the only other person is Captain Nita? Is that who sees saw him? the back of him. That's all the back of him. yeah. That was only basically due to luck. He's lucky that needed it wasn't killed from that. I mean, he was killed later. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think. Uh, uh, so from there, I mean, uh, there's uh, permission denied, Overseer. If this factory explodes, uh, yeah, that, Vader uh, talks to Overseer Agadine, who's a name that uh, we will come to know. Is it? I mean, uh, in the in the Darth Vader comic. I think I, I don't think we get to know him that well. well in the, we'll, we'll talk about it there. We see him again briefly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then the last panel in, in tradition of these comics is, is great. You know, they've been really having these interesting last panels. It's really weird. Like, I think it's great, but it's it's like a it's almost like a collage more than an actual panel. It's, it's, Vader, a sp- it's the splash pages is what we yeah, call it. Yeah, it's Vader walking. Except the bo- the the line is uh bef- it, it, from the page before is further failure will be dealt harshly the rebel invaders must die except the boy leave him to me and he mentions boy again yeah with, with the connection because he's a son um and it obviously sets us up for a a future between Luke and Vader yeah um I like it I like the panel. I like every... I, I really enjoyed this comic. Oh, I guess we should mention, though, that we got a preview, I think, of next month's uh, cover. The preview of next issue is not as much of a preview as we're used to. No, no. From it's, the last comic, it was a full preview. But that's That was a first issue of a big thing. Exactly. This is just an image. No text and no panels. And it's Luke plowing through more stormtroopers with his lightsaber. This is so dark in some way. Like, this is really, like, mean. Like, <laughs> I feel but so it, bad for the stormtroopers. It, it's almost like a panel that we've already seen because he did that earlier. Yeah, well, he does, he's done this, like, four so times. <laughs> if he does that the whole next issue, I guess I'd be into it. I'd be kind of into that. I, I only have one thing to say about the issue besides I think the stormtroopers still don't look good. I think the artist is still not good at drawing <laughs> But that's that's neither here nor there. That's kind of used to it now. Dark, uh, Luke's face is really overshadowed. Like this, uh, <laughs> he looks very dark. He looks in that very shot evil. Or just in general, that in shot's that shot, terrible. That shot's really bad. I mean, looking. he looks like he, it makes his nose look so much bigger than it needs to be. And yeah, I know they're trying to make him look evil because yeah. I mean we have already seen an evil side. He wants to kill Vader. Um, in this comic, he looked just a little more like maybe distraught or even just kind of. Yeah, I think that the, the art has definitely improved since last time. I don't think it's great yet. I don't think it's it's there yet. I'm hoping the artist will improve as we keep going. I would say 95% of it is enough that it keeps me sucked into it, and I don't even think about it. Yeah, and oh, yeah, no, no, no. couple no. things that are yeah. just like, you should be a little bit better at anatomy than that, you know, by yeah. now. As only every once in a while do I look at it and go, this is distracting to me. And um, I think it's... A lot of the shots with Darth Vader, I think his mask looks a little off, and I think Darth Vader's mask. I noticed it, but like I don't, I don't mind it. It kind of looks like almost the uh, concept Vader. Yeah, it looks way it more like alien a long, and yeah. long, like pointed, like it, it's really neat. It has a cool look to it. Vader's like this is a neat issue because Vader's like up and moving. Like 
Which is weird because this is post. <laughs> he already has his own story. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this is post uh, uh, A New Hope, and Vader doesn't really isn't do it super yet. active in that. I mean, he, yeah. he does some things, but Vader's like right in the middle of the action here, which is it's it's great, and it, it's. It's not super active in parts. He kind of just stands and moves slowly. And, and oh, I know things. that's that's the beauty of it. And I think it really does capture what I what you like about Darth Vader over a lot of the other bad guys and characters. He's not flashy. He's no. very still and he's very calculating and he's very slow. But it works for him because it's like I'm just going to choke you from the distance. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to swing my lightsaber at you in the only way I need to. He's not flashy like Anakin was in the in episode in the in the uh, prequels trilogy where yep. he kind of has a flourish to his movements. Darth Vader doesn't do that. Partly because he's limited. Yeah. But partially because I think that's just how he should operate. He's supposed to be menacing and slow. It's you know the reason why Michael Myers is scary is because he moves towards you slowly. This but he can teleport. Yeah. So, you know, Darth Vader can probably teleport. I probably see him teleport somewhere. <laughs> Some of the th- cool things about this is it just reminds me of how great the the Darth Vader uh, suit is. Yeah, you know, you see a lot of shots where the the cape is flowing and things like that, and and just his his suit is is it's like a, a, a artistic wonder. It has so many different things going on. There's like the weird like the gridded padded part in the middle. Then there's like the 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 chest piece that's obviously like a like a like a plastic or or some. Then there's like the flowing capes. Then he's got the the like cod piece and he's got that little like computer thing on his chest his boots go up past his knees i mean i really love the way his costume is so layered and each one is different than the last yeah no it's great i love i love the i love the suit darth vader this design is so classic and it and it does uh maybe besides some of the shots with the helmet i think he really does capture it well he looks a little heavy on the last panel but it works for him like it looks good like it might be just the wind blowing up it's yeah, the suit out yeah he looks a little chunked. But he, he, it works. I, I think the only thing is, is that his leg is missing. His other foot it doesn't actually appear. Like, it's being covered like the artist didn't oh, want yeah. to it. It's like behind buildings or something. Yeah, it's That's like, what's weird about that picture. Yeah, there's a lot of... Like, if you look at it, the picture... The shot is such is so, so good, but when you look at it further, you're like... Oh, but, like, looking at that suit, is it looks like a mishmash of, like nonsense but together it really works yeah no they they did a lot of good time and they put a lot of detail i like how they added the grid in the uh, arm sleeves and all yep like how it's supposed to be and it looks good that way so um, um anything else about this comic is did you see anything like last time we saw there was something that that obviously hints to the future with with the the one really weird character that was one of the slaves did you see anything in this that just really stood out to you as as you know that's great about Star Wars. That's that's a that's a, a clue. That's something that you you know. I mean, didn't expect. Uh, you I can't say I have in this case. I mean, like not to insult it, of course. I think this is this is well done and all that. I mean, this is straightforward action. Yeah, this one's far. Yeah, this it. one's like there's no quiet moments in this one. There's I think. There's a couple things that are interesting. Is so the first thing is. Chewbacca's not in this issue nope. at all. No, he's not. Last time he was up above shooting, and I can't remember what happened to him at the at the tail end of it. Did he get knocked down or? I um, no, I don't think anything happened to him. No, yet. I think but we're like, where him. is he? So he's obviously somewhere important oh, because it, he's I, not in here at all. I mean, I'm sure he got knocked down because, like, the chaos he's of that shot whole, at yeah. and everything. So Chewbacca's not in here. C three PO is very minimal, and obviously he's getting taken apart. So 
we've got like a couple fronts happening at once, and I'm sure Chewbacca's going to come to the C-3PO side when things start to happen. Yeah, we got to wait for the everything to converge on one spot at one point. I feel like the things that are taking apart the Millennium Falcon are I... one of two things. They're one, they're throwaway characters that we'll never see again, or two, they're something that we will actually see again. I would like to see them again. I think they're really cool looking. They're neat looking. Like they're almost like a, like a skeevier Jawa. You know, they do the same thing as Jawas to a degree, but they're just so much skeevier about it. I, lo- I will say that uh, the panel where they shoot C-3PO, the one that shoots him just kind of like, I like how he has to, the little detail of like, he has to use both hands. Like he's got his yeah, other hand got... in the trigger because he doesn't have hands. Or, but did uh, you notice that C-3PO puts his arms up and the other ones did as well? Yeah, I was trying to figure out if that was like, like... them mimicking him. Or if that was them celebrating. Like, yay, you shot the golden thing. I feel like they're mimicking him. Yeah. Uh, I, little, I don't know. A, a little allusion to uh, to uh, Return of the Jedi there. Maybe, maybe. Because it's very... It's right after he raises his arms and says he surrenders. Uh, something else that's interesting is inside the cockpit or the uh, head of this ATAT with Han Solo and Leia are, are Jawas. And they were part of the slaves... But yeah. we don't usually see Jawas cooperating in any way in the films. Yeah, absolutely. They are, you know, like... You know, they are, they, they are for themselves. As uncooperative and, and you wouldn't even think they would be able to... You know, obviously they know how to fix things and, and they work with electronics. But it, it's really interesting just seeing them working together. All right. Um, so uh, I have one other thing to ask. After all of this... What we've seen so far. What are you looking forward to next issue? Um, I'm probably looking forward to like a beat of downtime. Yeah. So I love the action, but like it's been intense, and I want to see, uh, uh, just just almost like like, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of some downtime in in the films. You know, like like thinking back to like after. Um, Maybe like after Alderaan is blown up and they're in the Millennium Falcon and it's a slow conversation between Obi-Wan and Luke. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to just just a little bit of the, that. Like, Simplicity. This has been a race so far. Like, yeah. Uh, just just some like like them looking back at what happened and, and evaluating what they're going to do next because uh, it has been nonstop. Yeah. What about you? I am really most looking forward to them having to rescue 3CPO. I don't think that might happen... Till next issue, I think they have or to the keep issue them in the... each issue, or else we're going to forget it even happened because it's brief. Yeah. Oh no, they're, they're, I mean they're going to mention him. They're going to say like, "Oh, maybe we should go do something about C three PO." But I'm, um, I'm thinking like, uh, like it'll be neat to see like where they're taking him and like what they're doing with him. Yep. Like it'll be neat. I, I really am excited to see. Yeah, I would love guys, to see like these guys, guys, like their little home home world. Yeah, world. I'm waiting for, like, I'm really hoping that we get to see some cool stuff. I'm hoping those things get named, too. Yeah, no, that would be great. Because they don't speak a language that C-3PO knows. Did you notice that? Yeah. They, he doesn't speak, they don't speak Bachi. Maybe they're in his mind. <laughs> no, that would be crazy. That doesn't even make sense, but I would <laughs> like to see it. That happen. Sorry, could you repeat that? I'm fluent in over six million forms of communication. Do you speak bocce, perhaps? Is he really good at bocce? Is that like his thing? No, like... the writers of this have to call back the things that we know. <laughs> that's right, that's right. But I feel like bocce gets mentioned a lot. I don't think we it ever does. see it. <laughs> like, nobody ever speaks it. I'm curious if this is bocce. 
<laughs> because if they don't speak Bachi, how would they know he's saying, do you speak Bachi? I don't know. They just shoot him. I don't think they know anything. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this is this is great. I'm yeah. really happy that we have this to, to look at. And, and Yeah, this is great. I really am excited for these. And I, I really can't be glad uh, that these exist right now because these are much very nice to go through. And this will keep me busy until the new movie's out, I think. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, next up, we're going to look at the Darth Vader issue, the Darth Vader series. So uh, stay tuned for that at some point. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs>